Why did Ezra Miller get caught by the police? I don't know, man. He wasn't fast enough. He wasn't flash enough. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> it's not even grammatically, like, know, makes no sense. Well, you know, fresh prints, you know. I tried. I tried, man. Oh, it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't a. It wasn't a banger like last week. But. No, last last week's holds up. Yeah, what's up though? How much, man? I saw that uh, the Flash is in in it pretty deep at this point. It seems like he uh, apparently DC came out and said we are not moving <laughs> forward. So real quick, this is an update from our. What are we going to call this? The, the, the Ezra Miller Flash update. DC update. Up week by week. So they have came out and said that we are not moving forward with any uh, movies or projects involving Ezra Miller right now. So I don't know what that... It's hard to believe yeah. that he was involved in any projects to begin with beyond The Flash, obviously. Which, by the way, what's his name from uh, that did It? Andrew Muschietti or whatever his name is, um, he's directing the Flash. I didn't. I didn't realize that. The the most recent iteration of it. Yes, correct. It, it and then it, it two and one and two. Yep. Okay. And yeah, so I was. It seems like they actually got like a decent director and, and writer behind it. So it's kind of a. It'll be a little bit of a shame if it winds up being good. I suppose. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of talk. You know, I, I said, you know, my house is, you know, we we trust Michael Keaton. Apparently, he's in it, and there's a there's a large investment into the this Flash movie because it's apparently going to be set the, the the arc in the movie is going to be Flashpoint Paradox, which is like the Flash's primary, like it's the story that that is set around him. And kind of changes the the DC uh, universe. So I think they were going to use this movie as a cornerstone to kind of explain all of the different iterations of characters and their and how their multiverse really works. And uh, Ezra kind of fucked that up. So he's out now. Yeah, but that's what happens when you break into people's rooms and threaten to kill them. Yo, I'm still convinced it's drugs. I've not seen any report on why uh, specifically he did it. It's unfortunate. You know, I, you know, I don't want to. I don't ever want to see anybody, you know, dealing with you know bad shit. But of course not. Under the guise of a quick laugh, it's, it's hilarious. It's pretty good. <laughs> on to a po- more positive note. Yeah. Um, this is what we're drinking on this episode. We've done a really bad job of talking about the things that we drink on the show, which is hilarious because the it's, show is like kind of born yeah. out of that. Um, so we've done probably six or seven episodes now and we've done a really bad job. We just kind of shout it out. You want to like talk about it? It was just sitting on the table. So this is, uh, Sagamore spirit. So if you're from Maryland, this will be familiar to you. Um, because it's made here and it's kind of a big deal outside of Maryland. Not so much probably, Uh, but you could find it. Uh, but this is the rum cask finish. So this is in the reserve series. It's a little... It's a little spicy. It's a little different. Broke out the good stuff for me? Yeah, more or less. Uh, You know, it's kind of new and interesting, and it's got a fun label. A turquoise guy. Yeah. You can crack some of that off if you want. I already did. And then feel free to, you know, pass it around so everybody gets a little taste of that. Yeah, and people who are not familiar, Sagamore is is by Kevin Plank, who owns Under Armour. So Mm, This is true. Yeah, so uh, if you know Under Armour, 
you should get to know Sagamore. Says the guy wearing Nike. Well, the fit. It's the fit. There goes our Sagamore. <laughs> it's the right fit there. for me. But I love. I got some Under Armour stuff. You know what I mean? Um, shout out to Kevin. I'm gonna try some of this. Uh, Rum cast finish real quick. Give it a shot. Uh, Speaking of it, did you hear about the prequel series coming? I did on HBO. They're working on it. They say. is it supposed to be the same? This is the same guy. What's his name? The it director. They haven't made any announcements. I don't think about uh, who is going to be leading the project. I think they just said that it was in development. Like they had just kind of kicked it off. Right. Um, we might have actually briefly mentioned it on an earlier episode. Is it going to be about how Pennywise got his powers or how he killed? I you? think it is going to take place considerably, like further into the past like it's yeah. going to be almost like a period film or series like is he going to be like groundskeeper willie remember that episode <laughs> something like that look at you getting all worked up she likes groundskeeper willie <laughs> um so yeah i i wonder what that's what that's gonna be like fiverr she's talking no oh, thanks dude Appreciate all right it. all right let's see what this is about Everybody take a little sip and then, you know, pass your thoughts on to us. While we're while you're taking that in, I got some bite. Um I started watching Severance. All right. So I'm three episodes in on Severance. I think it finished though this week. Is that right? This yeah, this Friday. Tomorrow will be the last okay. episode. All right. I love that. By the way, Josh is back. Y'all hear that? We got Josh. What <laughs> up? Um they announced season two, so I have no idea what happens other than the fact that- Oh, like, they, they, they're going for it. Yeah, they're going to do right. season two that was announced earlier this week. Uh, and so we'll dive into Severance in a second, but initial thoughts on the rum cask finish. Have you, um, are you familiar with the other Sagamore? Like, I'm familiar rounds? with uh, their kind of baseline. I've sure. purchased that for myself. Uh, I think you had the, uh, what is it, like their top shelf rye? Over here, not too long ago, I've had many a, a lot I've of had that, and I think this is like the third version of their. I'm sure I've had it before, okay. like, but I haven't like. Yeah, I get you. But uh, this is good. It has some bite. Um, I like it. All right. You want to rate it? Two thumbs up, man. No, we just two thumbs up. Well, you can however you want to rate it. It's great. I don't really have a big preference. Thumbs oh, up. Thumbs I love up. It. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. I I agree with you. Touch of a bite, not as smooth as like their double oak or things like that. But it's not it's not incredibly smooth. It has a little bit of a bite. Correct. Yeah. But if you are a uh, a, a a whiskey drinker, like it's it's more it it's more hit. of a familiar taste. It could hit for yeah, you. Yeah, it's, a, it's a familiar taste. I agree. I get that. Yeah. Uh, so Severance, how far are you into it? I'm up. I'm up. up oh, up, you're yeah, fully yeah. caught up. Yeah, yeah that's, now, that's my thing. Okay, so you're all the way in. Yeah. All right. Great. I can, I'll, I will ask some questions that don't spoil it for okay. me, seeing as I'm only three episodes in. Three. Like okay. A loser. Okay. Let me think of my questions. Okay. If you're not uh, familiar with Severance, <clears throat> it's on Apple TV Plus. Um, okay. So, ha- did you see the last episode, or, or are you pending yes. on that? No, I saw it. You saw it. Uh-huh. So the season's over. Wait, no. Yeah, tomorrow you, is the tomorrow. tomorrow is the, yeah. Okay, so you don't know the conclusion of it yet. No. All right, great. So that's that's fine. Um, and is it what, eight episodes? Yeah. Yeah. Eight yeah. episodes. All right, great. Does it does it 
it feels slow to me. Does it feel like a slow burn to anybody else? And does that continue for the rest of the seven episodes that I have waiting? No. It it picks up. Or it picks seven, up around like five. Right, yeah. End of five and six. It, so it you, I got a few more episodes left of a slow burn, and then we kind of ramp things up. Yeah, yeah. Episode three. Remind me of episode three, of like what point. So episode three, he's got PD in his basement. Uh, yes. And he's sneaking around. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Face. The neighbors right. come in. Uh, okay. She's lurking in the yeah. basement. Mrs. Uh, Salvi. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's some, there's some, there's some payoff. Yeah, because I'm like three hours in and I'm feeling like, Nah. It's good. It's not that it's not. It's not that it's not good. It's definitely a good show. I've enjoyed it. I really have. But it just felt. It has just been kind of starting to drag. A bit. I would. I would agree with you. I think it. It. They kind of designed it to maybe hook you in a little slowly, yeah. and then. And then yeah, like like Courtney you said, yeah, it'll it'll up. definitely wind up. All right, I'm excited for that. It uh, has some comparisons to Westworld a little bit. I can see that. Like from a. I like can a see theology that. perspective. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like I feel like there's some of the ideas are very overlapping. And you it's even kind of filmed in some of the, you know what I mean? Kind, kind of, of that, that not, it's not 35 millimeter, but it's kind of, it has a weird grainy kind of. It's almost got like a, like a super eight or a high eight yeah. like feeling to it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's and the darker, or the, 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 yeah. the, 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 def, the tones of the, you know, the colors are all kind of muted. And, right. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I, 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 it's fun. I enjoy it. I think I definitely agree with you about the uh, the West World West World kind of theology where you kind of go into this place, yeah, and you are in in some instances, well, in Severance you are completely detached, yeah. But like in West World, uh, I don't know what happened in West World. I gave up on that. But uh, in you West, tapped out on West World. I tapped out, bro. After and what season? Two. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I, once I, I I got through most of two, and then I was like, all right, I'll, I kind of like vicariously caught up with my wife watching it, and I was just going to like peep in and like, like uh, that shocks me a little yeah. bit. I'm a big Westworld fan. It just it was losing me. It was it wasn't keeping me. In what ways? Once we realized that Jeffrey Wright was also a. Um, a robot? Not a robot. What are they? Are they rob- they're humanoids. They are... Definitely not humanoids, but I get you. You know what I mean? They are androids, I guess, with... Yeah, they they call them something in the show. I can't remember. Uh, Years ago now. But I can't recall point. specifically what it is they call them. It'll come to me, but carry yeah. on with your thought. They um, Once we got to the Jeffrey Wright reveal, and I just was kind of like, all right. There was no major payoff for me. There was nothing... That I was watching it, and then it happened, and I was just like, "Oh, you know, like my I, my 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 investment wasn't returned mm. in my just for me." Like I just was like, eh. "Yeah, okay, all right." Have you and you've seen none of the third season? The third season has the bull from um, Bat, Breaking Bad, and he's like in the city. He's a worker. Yes, was that any good? Very good. I'm a huge Westworld fan, so I'm a little biased. It's hard for me to say. How? I think that it's fantastic. The third season, everything 
really amps up and scales up considerably because we leave the park, which is not a spoiler. It's obviously a given thing. And it goes into like the Into the city. real world. Okay. Just like me to. Yeah. And it's. Blow my load pretty early. crazy. Okay. All right. Well, um, I will. I'll take some time and kind of jump and just kind of like reacclimate myself. Yeah, I recommend it. it. Okay. Because I, I, I was, you know, I love like the sci-fi. Doesn't I love sound it. like it. I do, man. I love all that. You know what I'm saying? And it just, I don't know, Westworld was just not, it just was not giving it to me. And I just couldn't, I just couldn't, it just couldn't keep me. I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah. It's forgiven, man. It's all good. But, um. I'll do that. I'll, I'll get back into it. Yeah. So I give Severance some decent marks. It's been pretty good. I've enjoyed it. Not too far in. So now, for, for me, the the payoff for um, for Severance, and not to spoil, I'm not going to spoil it by any means. But try not to. The I think there are a lot. There are some full circle moments, and I'm all about the full circle moments that that give you the payoff in the show. And those there's a there's a few of them that happen uh, towards the later end of the season. Okay. And then you're like, okay, who's your favorite character on this so far? Mm. That's a good question. I'll give you mine. Yeah, give me yours. I'm not really sure. I feel like I'm still kind of waiting to get. You're still learning, everybody. Okay, Uh, Mr. Melichek. He reminds me of a, a supervisor or a manager at Apple. Oh, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> He's very, like, uniformed and, like, you ready for your waffle party? Like, so fucking weird. <laughs> everything is a procedure. <laughs> right. He's yeah. like, everything is like a process. And yeah. I do love that. That's good. That's good. Spider-Man news. Oh, wow. Sam Raimi. Uh, Talking a big game about Spider-Man 4, which I can guarantee you nobody asked for. Every week with the Sony shit show. Um, so Sam Raimi came out and says he would want to come back for Spider-Man 4. Yeah, he wants to have a job. Well, he just did Doctor Strange too, well, which is I would I would think is a major payday. Like apparently, uh, presale is like through the roof for this new uh, Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, and I am. He he also did uh no that was uh the other what was the other guy I was thinking of um Shyamalan uh, who did uh, the servant so mm. sorry confusing him um so I don't I don't I'm not familiar with anything he's done after Spider Man so it was a shocking reveal for me to know that he's doing now doing Doctor Strange. So of course now that you got a platform, everybody's anyone who has a platform and is asked about would you come back for this? Of course they're gonna say yeah because they want to get a check, right? Yeah. So Toby Maguire's a touch too old though, I think, to be yeah. His I think suit. I don't want to see a forty-year-old Spider-Man without the introduction of like his predecessor. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And I I think bringing back Toby we. Toby's Spider-Man in No Way Home was a clear indication of Spider- like that that was it. That was his full circle moment. Like, I'm old, uh, you know, my back hurts. You know, he made the puns to, you know, yeah. Yeah, him being old and I'm all grown up now, you know, and I'm just here to kind of close that chapter. And that was fine. I don't need to see him again. 
Uh, Kirsten Dunst came out, said she would come back. Of course, she would fucking come back. You want to get a what check? What is she doing? Uh, I don't know. They're, I don't I know. Like, where has she been? She's living off Spider-Man 2 money. Oh, for sure. She's... Of course she wants She's still chilling with those weird British teeth. (laughs) Good God. (laughs) Which is funny, because as you say that, I'm scrolling through just looking at pictures of her on this article, and you see her teeth in none of them. What's her latest movie? That's actually what I'm trying to figure out here, and I'm having a little bit of trouble. IMDb. Let's go. Yeah, I know. Rotten Tomatoes. Let's go. Uh... Sam Raimi says, I've come to realize after making Doctor Strange that anything is possible. Really anything in the Marvel Universe. Any team-ups, Raimi said. I love Toby. I love Kirsten Dunst. I love Toby. I think all things are possible. <laughs> okay. All right, Kevin Garnett. Sounds like a <laughs> uh, She's done nothing. really a whole lot of nothing. A podcast series. <sighs> uh, and nobody, I mean, who cares about podcasts? Am I right? <laughs> yeah, that's what we're doing. Um, right. Yeah, a minor TV show. Her last a real appearance theater? was in Fargo in 2015. Oh. Ah, Fargo was And bad. she was in an episode of Black Mirror in 2017. Which she was? That's what she says. That's what she, she says. <laughs> okay. Oh, uncredited. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right. Yep. Uncredited? Yep. Who was she like a... She played Agatha Christie in an episode of Drunk History. Oh. I love Drunk History. You watch Drunk History? I've seen it. I don't watch it like con- continuously. I've seen it. Is but it continuous? Like they continue doing it or is, I, that, is it over? I don't know, but it's just amazing every time I see it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it kind of, th- they ended it, uh, it looks like in 2019. All right, great. Yeah. Because I've seen some of it. I just, I've not, I was going to say, I'm definitely not current on it. As a person who drinks on camera for this activity, yeah. I could not imagine getting that wasted and then doing, I <laughs> doing <get it>. this. <laughs> we used to drink Heavy on this yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. We used to drink heavy. Yeah, like almost killing a bottle. Oh, we, yeah. We yeah, we killed We did a few times. There are episodes, like I said, I said this on our previous episode. That recently. didn't come out yet. There are episodes that we never released. Because it was just me slurring. And because then. it got too out of hand. <laughs> it was so bad. I was, I was, my face was super red. <laughs> I made no sense. I looked so stressed out. <laughs> Is it just me or is it hot in here? Yes. We were trying to hold it together as much as possible. Yeah. And it just was just slowly just pieces of me falling oh apart. Oh my gosh, I was having the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Not There's good. nothing worse than when you're like, just when you're too far gone, but you really have to try to hold it together. It takes so much effort and there's no payoff. None. Zero payoff. None. It's just, you're just embarrassed yeah, with yourself. Much. You're then you're you know you're intoxicated. You oh can't really God. you can't recoup the time. It's you know it is what it is, man. Yeah, just, with that, yeah, yeah. let's do another one. Yeah, uh, Jim Carrey said he's out of the game, which I thought was a little strange, but at the same time he is a little strange. I thought that was weird because isn't Sonic the Hedgehog like taking off? Yeah, it's and like aren't they like like doing a whole universe? They are like or? ramping up for Sonic the Hedgehog two, which they're clearly going to get the third one. Because now they got they're introducing tails, introducing knuckles for all the people who yeah. are Sega heads back and in the day. Isn't he like the main villain? He's Doctor Robotnik. Yeah, yeah doesn't yeah. he have to kind of stick around? Yeah, unless they're gonna like transition into somebody else. There is nobody else. There's no other villain in Sonic. It's always been Doctor Robotnik. No, I know, but unless like he's going to hand the reins to somebody else. I think he's just talking. I think he's just talking to be talking. Yeah. Like, 
They really dragged him into the whole Will Smith controversy. Or I guess he kind yeah. of spoke out about that a little bit. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people, not to continue on the Will Smith no, controversy, no, speak, talk about it. It's incredible how that really has continued to snowball. It's, There's well, when you Instagram smack somebody Instagram live on videos TV. coming out. Everybody's getting interviewed about yeah. it. I'm actually starting to kind of like look at Will sympathetically a little bit. I've seen some of these like videos and I'm starting to think that like Jada's like, I'm She's not doing weird shit to him. I said that. I think she might. He might be like her. Like, did you watch the Instagram live video where she's like, kind of like, getting after him about not about responding? doing it? Like he shouldn't have did it. Like no, I, about where he like didn't respond to her Instagram video or whatever. So she's kind of like questioning him about it. Like on the. Ugh, he looks so weird. sad though. I'm not the one to necessarily Super judge others' relationships, but I, and I don't know where this came from or how old this video is, but I saw a video in relation to all this chit chat about it last week where it's the two of them sitting sipping tea or something mm. and he he basically says well you know it's around that time when what did what remind me what you did again she's like oh you're talking you know, about the red table talk maybe stuff right that they do and they're on going Facebook. back and forth trying to yeah he's like yeah you could call it a uh he were consorting sure yeah like they're 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 just weird this is a weird celebrity couple Inter, and their interactions are never very just like fluent. Like I'm just mm -hmm. with my wife. It's always seems very strange. Yeah. Very almost like they're always on for the camera all the time. Yeah. And I couldn't just I couldn't imagine just not having, not sharing just a, a, a simple intimate moment with my wife. You know, we're just at an award show. You know, and for every time you step out of the house, you gotta just put on. Like, you clearly see pictures of like other celebrities when they go out, you know? And, uh, you know, w for lack of, like they just kinda like, you see pictures of like Ben Affleck and J-Lo, J -Lo, and they just go to fucking Trader Joe's and they're just wearing like <sighs> vineyard t-shirts. Yeah, and like yeah. they're just- Sweatshorts and Yeah, they're whatever, just yeah. being like, but with Will and Jada, it's always, something for the camera like it's always it's never just them being yep. nor, normal never like low key yep. yeah, yeah I wouldn't be surprised if she does like voodoo or interesting something. yeah interesting yeah anyway and she's from Baltimore I don't yeah, know a lot of Baltimore she's, uh, people that do she's voodoo. A, I think isn't she from like Timonium or something yeah they yeah. bought Cal Ripken's house up there in Hunt Valley and they live there for a few years but yeah I think she's I from say, do you think they're there now right long. <laughs> <laughs> we could go ask them yeah <laughs> So take this on the road, on the road right. <laughs> knock on the door. One scene. <laughs> he opens the door, smacks me. <laughs> That's all I came for. That's it. That's all we wanted. It's starting over. He's like got PTSD. He's just smacking people. That's all, all he can see. <laughs> we just gonna, we're going to start getting alerts about him just roaming, roaming around Wegmans up, uh, <laughs> up in Timonium, just smacking people and shit. But, Smack and run. Yeah. Apparently that's like where a lot of the Maryland celebrities are like migrating to. It's like the Timonium area. Hmm. I heard like a few, few Ravens are over there now, and like Owings Mills was like the yeah. Got to you know got a little riffraffy over there. <laughs> <laughs> so now they're like all over in Timonium. Up north a little bit. Yeah. Interesting. North the North remembers. All right. Yeah. Damn. So. Jim anyway. <laughs> Carrey doesn't sound like. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of confidence in him dipping out. He, uh, it's, it is strange because, you know, he, he comments about, and I am no one, you guys have known me almost 20 years. I am no one to pull anybody's card, 
with the craziness I've done in the past. But for Jim, just talk about Will's kind of like the pot calling the kettle black. Like some of that in living in living color stuff is not aging too well, buddy. You, know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I would I would just kind of like, you know, take a back seat when it comes to, you know, acting a fool. So and uh, he's done some well, allegedly. He's allegedly done some uncomfortable things in his personal life. Oh, too. I don't doubt it. Yeah, so it's Jim Carrey. It's, it's Jim Carrey. Like, I mean, it's hard to imagine he didn't. Right. It can't. It cannot be a clean past. At all. It cannot be a clean at past. all. Uh, but I don't think he's done. I think he's just living in the moment. He cashed that big check from. Sonic 2. <laughs> Sonic 2. And was like, Hell yeah. I don't need to work for like the next five years. I can pay off whatever I got to pay off. And I'm paint some shit. I'll buy a, pull a Nick Cage and buy a Tyrannosaurus Rex Dude. skeleton fossil. Everybody is raving about the new Nick Cage movie. I don't it has know. like 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. The Everyone's one where he's the, the vampire? The best movie he's ever done. <laughs> he's the vampire. The one where he's himself. Where he plays himself. I don't know. I don't know what you're Nicolas talking Cage. about. Nicholas Cage. He plays himself. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Have we not talked about this? I'm pretty sure. We've no. About all this. I've seen okay. are online of Nick Cage is him dressed up for this vampire movie. What vampire movie? Right. Uh, is it the same movie? Am I, I tripping? I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Can one? Can we? Um, I'm I'm looking into okay. it. All right. So he has a movie coming out where he plays himself oh in my God. a movie. <laughs> in a movie. Yes. Wait, and it looks incredible, and everyone's raving about the it. The unbearable weight of massive talent. Yes, that's the name of the that's movie. That's the name of the oh, movie. If that's not jerking your own wood, and apparently <laughs> it's got like a hundred percent, and it has like maintained that for weeks now, and everyone is saying that it's the best thing he's ever done. What's wow. the? When does it come out? Um, is it like eligible? I think it premiered at South by. Um, April 15th is April the official release. 15th. What? Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah. Is that's it, real close. I all right, well, that's that's on my radar now, but Josh, can you can you let me know I'm not crazy and let me know if he's making a movie where he's a vampire? Yeah, um I'm working on that. Okay. I I I swear I've He seen just this. did you see his comments about Ghost Rider? He no, no. I know he was Ghost Rider. Yeah. What did he, he say? He had comments about it. He was talking about how, like, I think it was supposed to be a comedy, he was saying. What? Yeah, absolutely. Very strange. Very strange, man. He's strange. Uh, The film is called Redfield. So he is doing a film as a vampire. Yes. Okay. What's the release date on that one? Some photos. Yeah. Uh, See what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never yep. seen that photo. Yep. Don't two know what boards you're on. We live in two different worlds. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Never seen that. <laughs> We live in two different Nick Cage multiverses. In my world, he's a vampire. <laughs> I can see that. Well, you want to dive into Moon Knight a little bit? You want to talk about that? Uh, oh, pause real quick. Oh, uh, what's up? At Ren, Renfield. I misread that, and it's next year. Ren? April Comes of next year. Because it's still shooting, right? It is, yes. Okay. Um, you want to end with Moon Knight, or you want to talk about Obi-Wan? What else you got? Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan has been pushed I, back. I, I but not by much, right? No, just I don't know the official pushback, but it's been pushed back, and now it will debut with two episodes rather than one, like WandaVision did. I love it. Give I just put it all out at once, I say. Yeah. Sometimes I think, and I, I just want to, real quick, because this is still Disney Plus related, Moon Knight is, 
Um, when, how do you feel about actors returning to roles? Because right now, currently, there's a trend around it. Actors returning to roles like 20 years later. Mm. I mean, I think it. I think it can be very successful depending on what the role is and who the actor is. Okay, we saw. Um, like some things don't age well, right. and the person that played the character doesn't does age not. Well. They just don't age in a way that carries like the story forward. I think effectively, if that makes sense. Right. We saw Will William Defoe and uh, is it, I can't remember his name who played Doctor Octopus return for No Way Home. Yes, I think they did a fabulous job. Yeah, so like that works for me. I feel like that is good. I like that. I knew yeah. it. Um, okay, so I was saying that to say now, you know, Hayden Christensen is supposed to return as Darth Vader. Sure. Yeah. Um, I think everybody's excited about it. That's definitely fan service. He yeah. was always very, I feel like, um, supportive of like that character and that fan base. Yeah. And I feel like he, I feel like he really gained like, some some notoriety. Is he weird? I'm sure he's weird. I, I don't know. I have no reference for that. I think but he's weird. he seems like a strange guy. Uh, but no, I think that that's great. I think that people love that. I think that it makes total sense. Okay. I have no problem with it, to right. be honest. I mean, who else are you going to put in that role? No, you absolutely. If he's around and willing to do it, and they can, you know, make anybody look any age they want these days. So yeah, if he's down, I think it's great. He's definitely going to... Let him ride. I think if they're going to bring him back, they're going to do some some helmet off moments. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. So I, th- I bet you there will be a lot of helmet off moments. Which is tough because Vader is ugly. Yeah. I I don't doubt it. Yeah. I just... I think we'll get him without the helmet a lot. It's fucked up. That would be my guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Moon Knight, you're caught up. Caught up. Two episodes in. All right, so we can we can talk about it. Yeah, we can talk about it. Got to be honest, a little bored. Really? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Um, <laughs> not so much with the story. So I think this is I think this is what I've arrived at conclusion wise. I've been thinking about it a lot. I think I've kind of outgrown the origin story yeah. narrative, if you will. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm really tired of watching superheroes become superheroes. I kind of just want to like. Into it. That's interesting because I think the dynamic of this is kind of different because he is the superhero already. Yes. We're just learning the backstory. Kind of Yeah, there yes, that is true, but you're really experiencing it as if like you're getting to know him for the first time. He's getting to know himself. Um like there's all those moments where he's like kind of fighting with Mark about whether or not he wants to give up like control of the body. And I'm, I'm kind of like, let's go. Like, let's yeah. do, I want to see something cool. Like, let's go. Well, I think that kind of comes to a head, not a head, but they kind of tackle that like immediately at the end of episode two. Yeah, they do. I, they do. I'm not saying that it's not going to get better. I don't dislike it. None of those things. I just felt like through the first two episodes, I was kind of ready for him to be Moon Knight. Just be in it. Yeah. yeah just kind of like bought into it because it's only six episodes long. Yeah, he so has I, to be Moon Knight. I like feel like forward. by the yeah. time he's like really wheeling and dealing, it's going to be like the end of the season, which has been my only criticism of Disney plus Marvel's shows thus far is it feels like the first 70% 
of the series is set up. Is yeah. kind of set up, kind of slow. Mm-hmm. Not really like as exciting. The only show, the only one that I maybe felt like that wasn't the case was maybe Loki. But I felt yeah, but we, like the, the characters and the people in the show were so interesting, and we were very familiar with. Yeah, we them. had spent ten years with Loki sure. before the show came out, yes. so I don't think yeah, they yeah, had yeah. to really give us the deep dive. Yeah. But um, how do you feel about uh, Ethan Hawke as Arthur Harrow? Uh, he seems good. I've enjoyed him so far. Okay. I enjoyed his character. I think the so there have been some cr- uh, some criticisms online about the like CGI. On the show? Have you read about any of that? I have seen a little bit about the Disney Plus CGI in general. Uh, about the, well, everyone was kind of complaining about the car chase scene. If you remember from episode one, the CGI was yes. not super solid. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Which I can agree with. It was a little soft. Um, there were some soft CGI moments. I think his cape isn't very fluent. Yeah. It's very... Uh, video game graphic. Yeah, we're really going to tear this show apart. Um, Let's get into it. Because I've got complaints. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, and maybe I love it. Maybe so, you can yeah. help clear some things up. You know Let's the go. character better than I do. Um, there was a lot of talk going into it. So back to the CGI thing real quick. I think that there are some, cl- I think that there are some clear misses. Like there are definitely moments where I've been like, that doesn't look super great. Yes. That looks, I can uh, agree. Kind of lame. That looks, it, I, Marvel has very much put themselves on a pedestal with their properties where, especially with like the Infinity Saga, where the CGI is flawless. So now we're moving into, into TV and we, I know it's TV, but it's still the same studio. They've been scaling back to budget spend. And are we scaling back? Like, are we? They're all working from home. <laughs> that too. <laughs> um. Pandemic's over, bro. Yeah. Get your shot. So. They're, all, they're all chugging along on their 2012 MacBook Pros. <laughs> Ooh. Get them back in the office. They're on. Get the Mac Studios going. Let's they're, on my, they're on Mojave right now, bro. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so another interesting piece that I was kind of looking forward to because they were saying how like this was a more like grittier, a darker. It's supposed to be, yeah. Marvel show and I was like okay that sounds great let's do this um, and I'll admit it is scary at times especially when what's the guy's name Conchu Conchu shows Conchu up. is fucking alright so yeah, here's what yo, I don't he's... get when Conchu rolls in he's doing it in a very traumatic way which seems counterintuitive when you're trying to approach somebody Your who's struggling avatar, yeah. somebody who's struggling with he's multiple not... personalities so no you think you would come manner. in a little yeah. softer, right? Yeah. It's like they did it just for like the spooky factor, which I get. It does work. I'm like, damn, that's terrifying. That but, first time we see him in the hallway, I was yeah. like, yeah. But does he also not sound a little cartoonish? To I like. I kind of. He kind of sounds but, like a storybook that, narrator. Can we pull up that voice? Who who is voicing Conchu? Because it's familiar to me, it's, and I have. It's F. Murray Abram. He's from. Please tell me he's from. It's from a lot. Yes, it's very familiar. And it was when it, the first time I heard it, I wasn't scared. I was like, He kind of sounds like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> he's and not. He's the not, voice it's isn't not, it's scary. not Winnie the Pooh, yeah. but the, like it's, it's in the same space. You're kind of like, Mark. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not a scary voice. No. His, his no. biggest credit recently was the Grand Budapest Hotel. Interesting. 
It rings no bells with me. Great. I know Who? Scarface. The movie? Mm. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So he's. I stand by my statements. Yeah. It, the voice. The voice is a little cartoony. It's but very I, cartoonish. But I feel like that was Disney's way of like softening the blow. Softening when he, his character. Like let's scare some kids, but at the same time let's make him sound. Yeah. Like, like episode two when he's talking to him at the end, and I'm looking at it, and it's just literally a floating head with like. Yes. strings attached to the neck. I was like, that's uncomfortable. I, yeah, my, like, my wife doesn't do any type of, like, stuff like that. And, okay. like, we're watching it, and she's like, no. I'm like, no, I can't look at him. <laughs> I was yeah. like, damn. He looks terrifying. If I were to see he him. He does look scary. So I'm, I, it's, I don't know. I'm assuming he's a good, good guy. This no, he's a terrible person. Is he? He's a terrible god, yeah. In the show? Or, sorry, in the comics? In general, like. He's a bad guy. No, no, no. He is. He is literally what he's, what they say he is in the Where show. Where's the hero story here? The hero. So who's the hero? I'm Moon Knight confused. is supposed to be the hero, and the story of Moon Knight is kind of on the edge of vigilanteism, anti-hero, because he will do what's needed that most heroes won't do, okay. or that Deadpool, yeah, kind of. Like he will just kill someone because they need to be killed, like that, and and be done with but it. But is he listening to Kanshu, or is he going no. to at some point take over and kind of do what no. he wants using his power? No, Kanshu never takes over. He just finds people. He seems to be like providing the instructions yeah, so step by step. He's yeah, he's manipulative, right? Very yeah. manipulative and. Uh man, there's a there's a 2016 uh, Moon Knight run. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't remember who the art who the the writer is, but that run specifically is what this is what the source material is for this show, and it talks about how, and you can see it in some instances where like Mark is oh not Mark where Stephen. It's the same person, but Steven is is Moon Knight. He summons the suit, and he's fighting the jackal, but no one can see the jackal. Yeah. So that alludes to the uh, the psychosis of of him being with the multiple personalities, and and the book alludes to is all of this in Moon Knight's in in Stephen Mark in Mark's brain, or is it actually happening? But right? don't the powers in like the suit. And his abilities all come from Conchu. Conchu. Yeah. And can't Conchu just bail at any moment and find somebody else? It's kind of a 50 50 deal. Like, I. Somebody agree. has to invite him in? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It's, it's like, do you want to be my avatar? And I have to say, yeah. Seems I'll, like a lot of people yeah. would be like, yeah, let's do this. And then he would just be like, I'm out of here because Mark. You're an idiot. Well, you also have to release. You have to relinquish it. You can't oh. just. Yeah, I. You know, I would think that there's like some ceremonial thing that. Has yeah, to happen. I. I, I have to relinquish uh, the role of your avatar. You can't just okay. take it away. It's a. It's a. It's a symbiotic relationship because he can't come into. Uh, he can't. He can't just step outside of the spiritual realm. Okay. Right. So uh, for. For Conchu, he's just kind of like, you know, he can't do anything to anyone. 
he can like slam his staff real hard and make some plates fall, you know, but that's, you know, elemental. But um, for the most part, Arthur Harrow alludes to it like he's harmless without an avatar, and yeah. which most, not most gods, but pretty much any kind of deity or spiritual essence in the in the Marvel realm or, you know, comic book realm, they can't really do anything to the to the 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 human plane the earth earthly realm okay so ethan hawk mm-hmm. his character mm-hmm. how does he fit in all of this that's funny man because it seems like he's able to seems like he has tapped into something yes right and he's got a staff yes he's got all them boys running around with the tattoos all the boys uh, which the tattoos the worst cgi Every yeah, time man. they showed like the little like scales, it, yeah, I'm like, just get rid of the scales, dude. Why are, are we doing this? Definitely, everything's good. Just bail on that. Those are definitely tattoos done off of like Broadway, like, like down by the pizza joint. It was terrible. Down by Max. It looks so bad. <laughs> <laughs> They're not. Or and it's, it's also it's an, a bar and a tattoo <laughs> bar, you know, whatever. Yeah, they get them. Tattoo party tattoos. I also feel like the animation of them is unnecessary. Well, it has to kind of show the. The judging of the skin. Yes, but I. But, but the like, animation of it is terrible. But I feel like come up with a different way to represent it. Represent that. Yeah. Is that like specific to the comics? Like, d- is that a thing? Well, Amit, the this is this now we're getting into like actual Egyptian like lore. No, I know, but like in the comics, do do those characters have scale tattoos? That move. Oh, that I as know. he judges people. That I don't know because I feel like that was creative license that somebody at Disney came up. I with. feel like yeah, they just came I up with that for the show. On that one. Yeah, I would have come up. With I think you just else. get a tattoo. I mean, when he you does the take the staff and balance it back and forth. Yeah. That seems like enough of an indicator that like, oh, he's judging people. Yeah, I don't need the tattoo animations. It really erodes. That's his. That's his like um, red light, green light. You know what I mean? I don't get it, man. But you could like just have the staff light up a certain color, or have the staff do something that indicates. Uh oh, you're. Yeah, if die. it points to me, like it, it's swinging back and forth. So if it points yeah. to me, like every man. time I see those tattoos moving around, those I'm are like, terrible oh, tattoos. This is the worst. Oh. <laughs> um. But. Uh, Amit is the. The god that he is the avatar avatar for now because he was formerly the avatar of Kanju. Yeah, and so at some point he relinquished that. And yeah, was like I'm out. I'm gonna go after another. Yeah, deity or god. Well, these right? gods are incredibly manipulative, right? They want power over the earthly realm. And sure, they, they can't. So they have to have these avatars to do so, and their justification is. Uh, yeah, I want to, you know, I want to, I want to battle vengeance. I want to stop vengeance before I want to stop. But know. at what point does somebody's like, but at what point does the hero story kind of get established or does that never get established? Like, is he ever going to be a character that is beneficial in the, like Marvel the universe, like in the overall? He's kind of like a running, he always kind of operates within his own. He's kind of. People say he's like Marvel's Batman. He kind of always operates within his own sanctity of his neighborhood. Like he never really, okay. he joins the Avengers like once in a while. And like every time he does, it's kind of like a comic pun because they never know who they're dealing with because he had yeah. multiple personalities. Yeah. It's always just kind of like a a, a writing It seems like he crutch. would be really hard to utilize as a member of a team. 
Yeah, because it's you know he's he's a sick he's a sick. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's even hard to see how he would do constructive things even on his own at this stage. Again, I'm, there's plenty of episodes left, so I'm sure that you gotta yeah you gotta get there. But it seems like even Mark isn't really doing constructive things no. with him. No, it seems like Mark is just working for him. All of his journeys and battles are always completely isolated to his world. Mm. Probably- there are very, very few story arcs or things that happen in Marvel comic book lore that include him operating with other people. Gotcha. Uh, you know, and if they do, it's a real quick thing. Like he sees like Spider Man, and Spider Man's like. What's up, Mark? And he's like, I'm not Mark. I'm Steven. And he's like, okay, Steven. Some, some, something. He's like, sorry, Mark's back. And he's like, it's just a, yeah. you know. It seems like high risk. I don't know if that happened. Oh, he's now. very high yeah, risk. I don't know if that happened but his, his, his sole duty is to kind of keep all of these gods at bay and mm-hmm. kind of work in that, that range. And there are other people who kind of step in and want to manipulate the power of these other gods. And he has to kind of keep them in check. So he he never really exists outside of his own neighborhood. So okay, all right. If you're looking for like a super deep investment, like for him to like, you know, do something like world saving, I doubt that that will ever. Doubt that's ever gonna yeah. happen. Okay. So maybe I'll for the next next show I'll get to see if I can find that twelve year ride. Dude, I keep an eye out also, for that. It's um, tough to track down. Yeah. Basil, yeah, yeah, Basil Hayden. Yeah, actually, it's funny. I, I almost, almost opened that one tonight. The Basil Hayden. Yeah, I did. Maybe when we're done, we can tap into it. <clears throat> Give my kids drunk best. I, uh, <laughs> I recently saw. I was at a liquor store recently, and they had like these Basil Haydens that were like this big. They were massive, I've seen those. Dude. Like, what's the point? It's like, it's like an anniversary massive, dude. I, keep, I almost bought one just to have it, but I was like, I'm. Yeah, that, that's the yeah, like just to keep it, I guess. Put a spout on it. Oh, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Put it, have, turn it upside have down. Have everybody mm-hmm. over and just get them right. <laughs> Keg stands on the whiskey. On the whiskey. My oh, God, bro. It's gonna be a like a thirty minute party. We're just gonna <laughs> just we're just gonna go a hundred miles an hour for thirty minutes and then just tap out. Somebody's car is getting left here. That yeah. night. We're all gonna be home by. We're all gonna be home by eight o'clock. We're just all gonna be. Wrecked. Wrecked. <laughs> Wrecked. Sounds kind of amazing, actually. Yeah. Who wants to party until midnight and then try to stumble in the Nah, man. I'm o'clock? I'm good for a nice seven and a nine <laughs> that's, o'clock. That's a really good consolidation. Yeah. Like let's just we're just gonna go super hard for sixty minutes. We're all home by eight o'clock. <laughs> the power paying hour. paying for our decisions. Yeah. Dinner from five to seven. We drink from seven to eight. Bed by nine. Shots sounds, sounds amazing. I love it. Oh goodness gracious! What else is on our list of things to discuss? You, um, you wrote quite the show, quite the list of show notes. Sherlock Holmes is getting a show. Wasn't there supposed to be a third movie? Yeah, it never happened, and I think it's being reverted. I don't think Robert Downey Jr. wants to act right now. Yeah, I think it takes some time. Off. Yeah, he did what. 10 years as Iron Man, Sherlock Holmes, and any other, and what other weird Disney magician shit he could do. So, oh, wasn't he, um, is it Dr. Doolittle? 
Yeah, Doctor Doolittle, and he did. Is that what he was? Yeah, he it was Doctor Doolittle. He was right? with all the animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that yeah. wasn't that wasn't good. Yeah, he looked bizarre in that. Yeah, <laughs> I am not a fan of people with beards and like no mustache. That shit is weird to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> him being Doctor Doctor Doolittle with like a beard and no mustache is very that was a little strange. Very strange. Yeah, interesting. Um, so, on on top of the movie not really being good, um, and. If you're going to follow up Eddie Murphy's Dr. Doolittle, which was like childhood gold, mm. you got to you got to go all out. And I think they kind of went the extra extra uh, length with the, the CGI on the animals. Yes. Rather than the story. Wasn't the uh, wasn't the Eddie Murphy Dr. Doolittle a little bit more catered towards like an older audience? Am I wrong about that? I was more. It was modern. The it was a, humor was a little oh, bit more. Yeah, the 90s humor is like totally inappropriate. It, it was a yeah, wide spectrum, yeah, yeah. right? So it's I feel like, like Di- was it Disney that did the new one? I don't know who it was. Disney the did the one. new one. But they really yeah. like catered it towards, did Disney I did think, the new kids, one? right? Yeah. They did the new one, but the new one is more akin to the original Dr. Doolittle book. Right, he talks to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he just, it just wasn't, I don't Good know, it just didn't. Know. He was just very strange, which, I mean, you talk to animals, like, who even knows if you're really talking to animals? Like, that's, you know, that's up for discussion. But, um, you know, I just, you know, Eddie Murphy did such a, a great job in his prime as Dr. Yeah. Doolittle. And I wonder then, what he's doing. Eddie Murphy? He really dipped out. Oh, no, nah, he gave us a shit show of Coming to America, too. Yeah, but aside from that, where has he been? That was an Amazon thing, I feel like. Uh, Wasn't it? It came out on Amazon. Yeah, it was... Uh, I'm sure Amazon bought it, but somebody it was, was a like, pandemic gift. Somebody to us. was like, "Yeah, we can terrible. we can get a lot of cash for this. Let's go." Yeah, it sucks. Was like, "All right, fine." It's, um, a pandemic. I think gift. this is probably the the most obscure fun fact I have about coming to America too. They shot it at Rick Ross's house, the rapper. <laughs> they oh, yeah. they I shot love, the whole I love movie. Rick Ross. They shot the whole movie at his house. The whole movie. The whole was movie shot was shot at his house. Hundred percent of it. Yes. Ridiculous. Shows you how much how much money Rick Frost that had. Sounds but, absurd. <laughs> yeah. But um Eddie Eddie did uh Coming to America. He did Black Dynamite, right? And now he's got he just signed on for something else. And I'm sorry we we do that. It slips us. Has has he been doing any stand up? Did he do stand up back in the day? No, I think the the most yeah, he definitely is stand up legend. But the, I feel like a lot of those guys have been like kind of coming back in they have doing stand up. Yeah, they have again. to. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, there's another Beverly Hills Cop movie. Supposed to be with Kevin Hart, and he's supposed to be like kind of like passing the reins, yep, right? Yeah. But never. It. We haven't seen it get legs yet. Mm. And uh, yeah. Speaking yeah. of losing legs, uh, Bad Guys Three, right? Or the new Bad Guys? Is there a Bad Guys Three? Bad Guys. <laughs> what? What am I? What am I thinking of? Bad Boys? Bad Boys. There we go. That there is we it. go. Uh, yo, oh, yeah, yeah. That got put Bad on hold because the will is... That's our show. That's our thing, guys. That's yeah. our thing. We're halfway through that bottle. That's um, our thing. <laughs> will, you know... Bad Boys. Is it four or three? This would be four. It is four. Four. Okay, so there was one of those lined up mm-hmm. just to bring it all back to Will. And Will but fucked it up. But apparently that's no longer the case. It's no longer Yeah, correct. and... Um, you know, I just will having his slap 
and then like this shit happens to celebrities, man. Like you are making hundreds of millions of dollars. Like Martin Martin Lawrence ran through the streets in his boxers with a pistol, you know, and he he recovered, made Bad Boys two and three. So I think Will will be okay. I think Chris oh, Rock no, will he'll be, be okay. Mm-hmm. I think I think these people certainly move on. Yeah, I think they'll be. Yeah. Do you think it'll impact I Am Legend too? Absolutely not. Okay, great. Yo, you know what's funny? The the two nights Oscars were on what uh, Sunday? Yeah. Yes. I think it was like Tuesday or Wednesday. I very rarely watch cable, but I was trying to find TNT to watch a basketball game. And as I'm like watching and scrolling, really? every Will Smith movie was on TV. Oh yeah, dude, those leases are. I right. am legend. Up. Bad Boys One, Bad Boys Two, Hitch, all of them. Every channel they were yes. they were letting them fly. Independence Day. Independence Day. <laughs> they were they were letting them like you couldn't turn the channel and not see a Will Smith movie. You think Love his slap it. has something to do with them? Like, like they're like, oh, we're Love gonna pull these it. movies, so. Get them all out of the Get wall. Us. Let's go. Yeah. My gosh, it's crazy. You, you somebody piss you off and you slap them. Now your movies gonna get pulled. That's crazy. I don't know if the slap what? was so much the issue, more as you know, stopping the show <laughs> and ruining the night for everybody else, and you know. I imagine like, and this is kind of a full circle thing for Will, like the Hollywood HR is like the Men in Black. <laughs> And they all <laughs> they all just pull up to everybody's house that was involved, like you know. So like you know, we gotta erase this, right? <laughs> we gotta start this over. <laughs> we gotta start this over. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so yeah, but back to Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> uh, RDJ has signed on as a as executive producer, which means he's basically gonna pay for this shit. Yeah, it means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. Means he's nothing. just gonna pay for it. Yeah. And um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Wigmer, Wig, oh, I, I'm butchering this name. Is gonna is gonna executive produce it with RDJ. So it's yeah. no word if if he's gonna star yet. I yeah. I doubt. I, this I doubt feels it. like it's gonna be a prequel. So this feels like yeah. He's I don't know. Could be. I'm thinking of the miss. way he I'm was, thinking of miss here. This is uh, such a hot take. But the way he was talking on the Joe Rogan show back like 2000, like 19, 20, yeah. uh, he was like, he's done. Like he's made, Marvel cut him so many checks. Dude, they're still cutting him checks. And they're st- like for the, yeah. He's on payroll. <laughs> he's, yeah, yeah. He's, he's just, set. Yeah, he's, he's just getting it back. He's not coming. He's. I don't think he'll. Also, in like five years, you know he's going to drop again in a Marvel movie somewhere, and people are going to lose their. Yeah, and minds. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know it, he'll be back in some form or fashion, but I think right now he's just using his time to catch up on the life he missed, and he, you know he made a he's had a tumultuous life. Another guy who had, these you know, these celebs, bro. They just listen. I'm trying to do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I completely. You gotta get start it. taking your pants off in public places more. <laughs> blend in, you know. You gotta do some, a little nose. You think well, I've been doing that too? <laughs> it's not really working out for me. A much different uh, response. <laughs> um, the Crow gets a reboot. Were you a Crow fan? You know, I was not a Crow fan. I remember the movie. Me neither. Um, I don't have tons of thoughts on it outside of the fact that he 
died filming it. Yeah, Brandon know? Lee. Which then, is like kind of a wild thing, which is I think really where the cult status came from is just the fact that he died. Yeah, because the movies it. weren't good. The movies weren't good. And it seems like there have been there has been hesitation to reboot it. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't, just redo it. It's back with uh, Bill Skarsgård, uh, which is- The Skarsgårds are in everything. They're in everything. Which, I, I'm so tired of saying that last name. It's hard Scar- to say. Uh, and they're in everything. His brother is in The Northman, which comes yeah. out on the 22nd. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Him and William like Defoe. of them. How do you, I don't know what The Northman is about. I just see the commercials and I'm like, I'm <clears> tapped in. I want to see it. So The Northman Is it a play is, on Game of Thrones? King of the North. Uh, no, it's a like, it's a Nordic like Viking story of it looks essentially brutal. revenge um, or avenging his family, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but they say that it is, yes, they say that it is exceptionally brutal. Um, the same guy that did The Witch and did The Lighthouse, um, Edgars, I think is his last name. Uh, he, it's his film uh his first like big like kind of i don't know theatrical yeah yeah. i mean the witch was in theaters i went and saw it but it was kind of like an indie film ish the witch the Um, witch the witch that was like uh she was like killing goats anna taylor joy yeah yeah, yeah. it was kind of like nordic living um yes yeah i saw that that okay i was in love with that movie that was i liked it that was an exception i liked it it was you know um I, oh, like, yeah. I like a good scary movie. The Northman is apparently a Nordic play on Hamlet. Boom. There we oh, go. See, that's why you're here. Uh, so, okay. Um, they say that it's extremely brutal, very violent, but everybody's been raving about it. All right. Like so a lot of hype. Yeah, the commercials Prince. look menacing. It looks intense. Yeah, it looks really it looks intense. real intense. I might, I might see if I can steal so, a couple hours and actually go to the I'm theater. I'm very excited for that. I don't go, I don't really theaters. go to the theater to see anything but Marvel movies yeah. in this current landscape. But this is one where I'm like, yo, like I might go see it. Might try to get out for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I feel about it. April 22nd, put it on your calendar. Yeah, yeah, I might, might do that. I'm, f- I'm feeling the same way about that. Um, um, all right, you want to wrap up with uh, what are you watching? What you watch this week? I feel like we kind of started the show with that, interestingly enough. Oh, uh, it's all good. Uh, trying to think if I watched any movies. I don't think I did. I think I've been Severance. I was in on that. 90 Day Fiance. Before Still. the 90 Days, I've been watching that. Um, you got to get on the love after lockup they just, they just, well, they're in the the tell-all episodes now, which is like where everybody confronts each other, which is the most fun. So yeah. it's what you watch the whole season for. For where everybody talk about each other. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you get them all in one room, and then you just really... <laughs> I just don't part. there's always a a shocking reveal <laughs> like that's what we're here for him yeah. he was texting other girls and like that's the reveal and we're all just like damn he was doing that the whole time <laughs> yeah you, I mean you wouldn't watch the show unless somebody was doing something real shitty yes that's what we're you know, here you're, for I'm just waiting for that moment he was doing that the whole time on TV baby oh girl Lisa God. Baby girl Lisa. Baby girl Lisa. Do you, we've talked about this a few times, but are you watching the current season of Before the 90 Days? Like, are you familiar with Soja Boy and all that? Soja Boy, yeah. Yeah. But, like, have you seen it? You know, his boy, his girlfriend, his, like, girlfriend, Kimbali? The current 50 year old white woman. Kimbali? Yeah. Kimbali. Kimbali. Yeah. What do you think about that whole situation? Because I, I love it. <laughs> 
I mean, she's an idiot. She brought him a PS5 and a MacBook Pro. Oh, he's winning then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the funny part is he tried to give them back and she was like, no, no, I'm not taking them. And then she was like, I'll take the MacBook Pro. Yeah, you can always that's a carry that. on. Yeah, of you course. Can, can always get, uh, can always get a good. No one's lugging a PS Five back from Tunisia or wherever they are. I mean, that's the, the resale on the PS Five right now on StockX is, which makes no nuts. sense. How are we still? Well, you can't just walk into Target and buy one. But it came out like two years ago. Well, that's Sony's it's a fault. Wild. Sony does thing. nothing right but the fucking PlayStation, and then you can't get one. I really want one. I have an absurd PS5 like history. You have a? I actually just Yeah, have I have one. a PS5. Put a lot of work into getting it. Uh, you keep it hidden. Really <laughs> hunted it down. Spent a lot it's of time on it. You got one too? You got one, Josh? Uh-uh. You game, Josh? Uh-uh. No. No. If he, if he did game, he's 100% going to game on a PC. He's not fucking around with know. these. Maybe, yeah. PS5s. He will be. I got yeah, an 64 uh, He's not doing that. That's as, that's as far as I got. Um, Josh definitely would build his game. All, so. Well, you know, like all these kids were writing, like they were running all these bots and all these like scams. They love the mods. So basically yeah. just, they were just buying PS5s before they even became available. Yep. Yeah. Like kids figured out ways to like get like Best Buy inventory before it was even live And they're just the linking it to mommy and daddy's credit card. So when it hits, they just take Well, it. they would just buy like 10 of them because you oh, could resell them oh, for yeah. twice yep. as much. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they were like basically stealing the same like model, and which is an interesting thing. I don't want to deviate too far from this, but sneaker culture also I was turned on to that. You know, when we used to work together, uh, what's the kid's name that was going oh, by God, sneakers? I don't want real idiot, but either Almost, way, uh, yeah, I don't want to say. <laughs> it on I, the but I was so surprised that people I bought two pairs of like collectible Nikes at one time, thinking that like. This you were life. doing it. I was like, "Yeah, this is the life I want." <laughs> and so I got, I got two pairs of Nike. By the way, neither of them fit. Different sizes. I still don't know what size Nike I wear. And I just recently sold them. Actually, small profit, nothing too big. But they sat in boxes for like five years. I hate sneaker culture. I hate it. Yeah, it just blows my mind. So it's a ridiculous. Anyway, the PS5 thing is kind of similar to that. I had JW write like a script where it would try to buy PS5s for me. Mm-hmm. Like I, he would just run it. I feel like we talked about it. We went to dinner a few, maybe yeah, a year and a half probably. ago, and you were talking about and you were talking about trying to get a PS5. No credit to JW because it did not work. <laughs> <laughs> Shout it's out to JW. <laughs> he did a terrible job, and it did not work. I actually had to buy it myself. None of those verbs. I was, the, out, uh, I was out here hunting Best Buy. My lonesome. But, you know, what do we do? Yeah. We all trust the wrong people at one time or another. You want a villain of the week? Sure, let's go. We've also totally stopped talking about bad guys, um, which was the original yeah, concept of the show. Yeah, we just kind of stopped. Well, let's just talk about bad guys and bourbon, yet for some reason we've produced like Nothing about bourbon or bad guys. Things. Here we are. Uh, uh, I was going to go in, in depth into... Uh, Arthur Harrow, but I just feel like it's it's more fun to just pull a random bad guy out of the sky and just kind of just get your hot take on him real quick. Okay. Uh, so in the vein of you, saw I think him. we neither of us should pick this person. You think so? I think we should cast this out. Let somebody else pick like this. The, like just a random bad guy. It's not going to be me. You got a random oh, yeah. man. Anyone, it doesn't matter. It could be anyone. Any, anything. Anything. It could just be inflation. Right. <laughs> it can be a concept that's bad. Yeah. 
Vladimir. Oh my gosh. Wow, that went hard. We're an hour in. We don't have time for that. Wow. You know, if you forced me to pick one, I would have picked like one of the idiots from Home Alone. Like, (laughs) just as a joke. And maybe I should have. (laughs) But yet here we are. You know, Putin. You got super political. All right. I don't, I don't look at myself as a super heavy political guy. Mm. But... When you do bad shit, <laughs> you are unfortunately classified as a bad guy. And when multiple people are saying what you're doing is bad, the, if the shoe fits, you got to wear it, bro. And unfortunately, yeah, man, he's, oof, that's a, that's a super bad, that's, Bad guy of the week. Is he does Vladimir not look, He's not looking real good for yeah. his brand right now. No, no, he's doing he, a lot of. They're looking like the damage. the schoolyard bully right now. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. prayers to everything and everybody. That's no. He's like yeah, more or less. He's like uh, Ethan Hunt, Mission Impossible bad. Like he's mm. he's uh, he's kind of rough. I had a theory, and the only person that can probably confirm this would be Emily, because I told her about it many times. Actually, JW, you could could call him in and ask him this question. But when the whole like pandemic thing set in, mm-hmm. and like we were kind of in the throes of it, mm-hmm. I kind of was. I had said a few times, like somebody is going to take advantage of this situation in a hugely <sighs> negative way, and I was, I was like Russia or China is going to use this as an opportunity to get shitty. I'm surprised it took this long. I, 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 I yeah. thought it was going to come a little earlier. Yes. I really did. But I was like, this is the point in time where everyone, I mean, they're the literally the weakest they have been in yeah. God knows how long. I mean, everyone. I mean, the United States, obviously, we had our own issues for sure. But like, there are so many other countries out there that struggled so much worse than we did. And it's like, this is the time. Well, it's, China really everything got, is on sale to a dictator, right? Like that's yeah, how they're yeah. looking at it. Yeah, a fire sale. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, China got a lot of backlash for COVID, and they were hit extremely hard by it. So I don't think they were really. Yeah, when the, you're doing damage control, you can't. Yeah, inflict much they damage. couldn't. They couldn't really make the moves they wanted, and I think I think. The the whole Putin thing is is crazy. Like he, you know, he's a he's a child of the USSR, and he comes out of the you know let's get the the good old gang back together. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole there's a whole history there, and uh, you know you know coincidentally Ukraine is, was the catalyst for the uh, the the dissolving of the USSR. So there was a lot of want to I want to pay back, you know what was done. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just why I think the, the the crazier aspect of it of what's wild to me is like they always talk about yeah we've had talks with like what are y'all talking about <laughs> who is meeting to are y'all like on Skype like who That's is That's a great question because they're they can't all be getting it they're not all they're not all getting in the same room like you if Putin is extremely afraid of COVID actually he is. Interesting. That's nuts to me because if he's a war criminal, quote unquote, and we're trying to catch this guy, like, why is he sending representatives to meet with people? 
or are these all these meetings on zoom.gov? <laughs> <laughs> just nuts to me. It just makes no sense. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. I also know that like this is how international <laughs> politics works and diplomacy where you start a war and then then you go to peace talks to stop the war. But it's your war that you started in the first place and then everybody comes to you and goes Okay, well, we won't do this. We won't do this, which we were never doing in the first place. If you just stop doing what you didn't even need to do in the first place, and then there's back and forth. Sure. He wants territory, so in order to get territory, you have to start conflict. Hopefully, the other side will concede and think that they can't win, so you'll get what you want. It's all chess game. Yeah, there's a um, there's a Lex Friedman podcast recently, and there was somebody on there talking about kind of like the dynamics of war, and how basically like two sides can really make like if they come together in the beginning, they can really forego a lot of like the life loss and the suffering and all of that if they're willing to really have honest conversations about what it is that a like they're capable of and b what they want. So like the theory was like if you can kind of predict the outcome of a war based upon factors that aren't really related to war itself. Of course, yeah. So like you can kind of determine like what the outcome of the Ukraine-Russia scenario is going to be without there being any war because you can look at Russia's military, their leaders, what their strategies are versus Ukraine and like what the uh, conflict points it's are. It's just mm-hmm. playing Madden football. Of, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you can kind of like move the pieces around and make the determinations. Like he was kind of predicting, he, I guess he kind of offered up his insight as to like what the outcome was essentially going to look like in that altercation and that basically you could have arrived, you can arrive at the same uh, conclusion, conclusion without loss of life. Before the yeah. loss of life. You can just like do the math essentially and just kind of pinpoint. We live in a digital out. world. Yeah. Everything can be solved with math. It's like, very interesting. Computation will solve any yeah. conflict that yes. will arise. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man, uh, bad guy of the week is Vladimir Vladimir. Putin. The bad guy of the century. The bad guy of the decade, my dude. I, and I also like my and my last take on war. I, I why do you want something you're gonna just blow up? <laughs> like that makes no yeah. sense to me. <laughs> if I want your car, Josh, I'm not gonna blow it up so I can take it yeah. from you. Like it, it's mean, no, it has no value to me, right? <laughs> So it's it's my ego and like the principle yeah, of yes, it. Yes, my ego. Yeah. If I want your, let's say I want your house, you gonna blow I'm it up? I'm going to blow up everything around your house to make sure that you can't necessarily properly use your house. It's stupid. Yeah. It's a stupid concept. War is so archaic and antiquated. Yes. This is, this is yep. Yeah, Just, but it also set, it also sets a precedent too for like so because I think. Ultimately, I think Putin wants more than Ukraine. I think, like, ideally, he would want more than he that. He wants the bad back So if he, yeah. if, he, if he does all of this to Ukraine, it kind of, like, lets everybody else know that, like, hey, like, this is what I'm willing to do. So let's get to the table and figure out, you know, an alternative. Otherwise, we're just going to do the same thing to you. So you kind of have to set the example with one country, unfortunately, yeah. of what could be done to others. So I, I don't know. I just it's imagine crazy. he wears, like, a cowboy belt buckle and like I just see him shirtless all the time shirtless. on yes. a bear like that picture yes. riding a oh, horse yeah. a horse bear horse. it's the same thing you know Fucking have you seen all the pictures of him at like really large tables <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. 
this is not a hilarious thing. He's scared of COVID, so he. But it's also like a like an old English monarch type thing, you know, like the Middle Ages type scene, like King Arthur, and like yeah, with a huge round table, table, and that's such a hilarious concept to me. I love the idea of just having like massive tables to meet at, and just putting like two dudes on the other end and just like yelling (laughs) down and and talking through a box. (laughs) Can you pass the salt? Like, it's just ridiculous. It makes me think of like Christmas vacation when he walks into his boss right in the beginning and he's at a similar huge table with a big pile of presents. <laughs> give me yes. somebody. Give me anybody. Give me somebody while I'm waiting for that yes. someone. Oh my gosh. Shout out to <sighs> Chevy Chase. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right, man. Well, it's a long episode, dude. But that's enough for this week, I think. I think we can yeah, wrap it up. Let's, let's wrap it.